Hello and uh, welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Lake Show. This is Dr. Paula Lake. I'm really pleased to be here today and uh, happy to be continuing this conversation from last episode where I talked about mindset. I'm trying to do little snippets, smaller little pieces now, um, digestible pieces for us all to take in with the time frames that we have in our busy life. Um, So I thought I'd split this into two, and this will be a continuation, but I want to focus today on how to change, actually changing the mindset. Um, I went last week into a description of Carol Dweck's uh, book on mindset in which she talks about two different types of mindset and the profound difference, and I will agree that it can make on your life, um, between a fixed and a growth mindset. I would almost, a way I would describe it is, it is an orientation that you have in life. The same way that a creative person is oriented to be creative and seeing things visually, so too we might think of a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. And for recapping, for any of you who have not tuned in to my last episode, the idea of a fixed mindset is that um, there's basically an idea that we are fixed in the qualities that we possess, in the talents that we have, um, that we're born with smart aptitude or we're not smart or we're born with a a certain musical capability or we don't have any musical capability. We have an artistic talent or we don't. Very fixed kind of ideas about what is possible for any given person because of their genetic makeup, because of certain qualities that they've inherited from their family lineage. And, um, you know, and not to discount that hereditary plays a role and that we have predispositions. And I think that's an important piece to understand But with a growth mindset, it operates from the idea that no matter where we start from, that there is room for growth, that there is development, and that sometimes we may actually grow exponentially and grow up to what we would expect the master level to be um, if we put in enough time and practice. So those are very two very different mindsets, and they will decidedly make a difference in your life excuse my voice, make a difference in your life and make a difference in the direction that you move in your life and the decisions that you make in your life and what you settle for and what you move towards. So you're taking some time to think about this is important, especially if you found that you've been in, in more of a fixed mindset. And so the question then that was posed to me, and I think it's a valid question because I didn't really spend much time. I very briefly kind of mentioned this for a few minutes and I thought, well, okay, I'll mention it for a few more minutes and talk about the actual strategy. I talked a little bit about the perspective of mindset, and now I'm going to talk about what it takes to change a mindset. Now, here's the thing I find always challenging when someone is asking me the how-tos because I always have a sense that people have a predisposition to want to get something concrete that they'll be able to implement right away, which I agree with, which I think is wonderful, but that will somehow magically turn things around within a short time frame. And I I think that that's still our mindset. If you want to say, I would also argue, if you want to go for a growth mindset, that you don't think this this in a linear term where you 
just suddenly one day decide I'm going to have a growth mindset because that's just not how it works. You have to remember that whatever you environment that you grew up in becomes part of the map and the programming that you have within you. And that programming and that map will be automatic. You won't even have to work very hard to try for it. In fact, it'll be so automatic that it's going to feel real. And so the the very nature of the way that we think is that we give it credence because it stayed with us for such a long time. And the longer we have stayed with a certain belief system, the more time it's going to take to change it. And And as much as I'm a hypnotherapist and I do hypnosis, I'm still one who um, prescribes to the idea that we need lots of repetition and lots of exposure in order to change something. So I just want to preface this conversation with that very point, that if you're venturing to create change in your life and you want to succeed at it, um, consider it something that you're going to start implementing in, in working towards a rewiring that the way that your brain is automatically functioning until that pursuit itself becomes a habit. So really, when you're working on changing something, especially a mindset or belief system, you're actually thinking about changing something that comes so automatically and habitually to you and working on changing it into another habit. And if you really want to understand habits, great book is Atomic Habits by James Clear. I think it's a great book if you want to think about that because I can't cover that in this few minutes. So putting that behind us, um, the very first thing before you even consider making any change is that you have to be aware of what you're thinking and recognize that you have a, a fixed mindset. Not everybody's aware of that. Some people just think that they think truth so they don't recognize they have a fixed mindset. But if you're someone who avoids doing things because you're scared of failure or you're scared of not uh, being um, good enough at something, then likely you have a fixed mindset. If you're someone that responds very negatively to mistakes and failures or um, things not turning out exactly the way you'd hope for, then you likely have a fixed mindset. If you use phrases like always, I'm always, I'll always be like this, I'll never change, those people are always like that, you likely have a fixed mindset. If you're pointing and you're calling people losers and other people winners, then chances are you have a fixed mindset. And, you know, categorization, that's part of what we do in our society, but I don't know that it's actually going to be um, completely helpful for you. You may hear a little bit of shaking. This is my dogs in the background. So I just like to think of that as white noise. <laughs> Hopefully they'll, they'll behave for today. So recognizing it, using labels on people is a suggestion that you have a fixed mindset. And as much as I am a psychologist and I, and I do uh, have the skills of diagnosing people, I also am very concerned about how diagnoses are used because they are descriptors to where people are at. And in some cases, some situations are more genetically inclined, but in many situations, there are things that have developed over the course of our lifetime and they developed into a disorder. So even that, we can have a growth mindset towards certain conditions that we may be afflicted with the same way you overcome an illness. So... Here's one thing I would really want you to think about when you're starting to entertain the idea of changing from a fixed to a growth mindset is what language to use. 
So whenever you use the phrase, I am, how do you finish it? I am lazy. I am not smart. I am a failure. I am a winner. Even if you are on the upper end of labeling, um, it still will put some kind of barriers and limitations on you, even if you do classify yourself as a winner, because that means the next day you could be a loser. So watching your language. And um, I prefer to stay to the behavioral um, qualities in describing uh, situations where there's failure. Uh, so rather than saying I'm a failure, I would change language to I failed at something. You are not a failure. Do not define yourself by the very things that you um, perhaps describe, want, desire or not desire to describe yourself as. So that's one thing. Change that. Instead of uh, start changing it into behavioral terms. I failed. I made mistakes. I've made mistakes. It's okay for me to do that. So you're really looking at changing your language. That is the one thing I would say. Now, here's the thing about a mindset. Is that chances are that if you developed a mindset and developed in something that you grew out of in childhood and that was taught to you in your childhood, that those beliefs are pretty rigid and strong and automatic. And because of that, um, one of the things I would really request that you do if you're making this effort to change your mindset is to be very, very patient with yourself and to develop and cultivate um, a stance of self-compassion. And if you want to learn a great way of working on self-compassion is Tara Brock. If you can look up Tara Brock, Kristen Neff also works on self-compassion. And why is that important? Because when you are venturing to change a way that you are thinking, behaving, or being, and you find that the automaticity of it um, keeps it persisting for a longer time than you would desire, that self-compassion softens the intensity of the emotional reaction to setbacks. It allows you to weather them from a growth mindset because a growth mindset allows moments of slippage where we slip back into old patterns of behavior. And it looks at that as a momentary setback rather than, again, a label of definition. And if you understand the role of habits and how long it takes to acquire them, that if you've developed this belief system from a young age, you're going to be able to give yourself that patience. So I would really encourage you to practice self-compassion because there will be moments where your thinking will be drawn back into old patterns and old messages. And your ability to sit with the thinking that you had is going to be important so that you can notice it, observe it without um, falling right into it and recognize it for what it is. This is an old thinking pattern. And let me work on, on recognizing it, acknowledging that that part of me developed this way of thinking from a young age. And I'm going to practice some self-compassion around the moments that I do slip back into old ways of thinking. So remember, when you're working on change, it's not completely eliminating something that you used to do. It's bringing and introducing something new that you never used to do. So likely that behavioral pattern that existed before will continue to crop its head. But what you're doing is you're very kindly um, 
allowing it to, uh, sorry, I have my dog here that's uh, poking at me. Um, but it allow you to just recognize a part and then move away from it and work towards that new way of thinking. So that's one of the things I want to say, and that's a way for you to learn to work with the emotional triggers because when we're in an emotional state, if you've been used to falling into a depressive state over certain failures and you take it personally and get hard on yourself, the emotional triggers will be so powerful that whatever you're telling yourself will feel real. So that's the challenge that you're going to have to learn to deal with. And if you struggle to deal with that, you may need help to do, someone to help you along that way because beliefs are so strong that, and so convincing that we may need some support to help us towards that growth mindset. So that is an important piece. Uh, second, I would also work on developing um, uh, an understanding of what your those limiting beliefs are, what that mindset, that fixed mindset tells you, I am stupid, I am not stupid. And think of some target phrases that you want to work with. This is what I've learned in the past. Use a journal, write it down. This is what I learned in the past, and this is what I'm working on now. In the past, I learned that I couldn't fail or a mistake would define me. Today, I'm going to work on believing that this is a learning experience and what can I learn from it and start to develop a new language. You can journal what that new language is going to look like whenever you make a mistake or whenever you're tempted to give up on something. Using techniques that are out there, which are amazing. Um, Meditation is good because it allows you to be centered and learn how to be centered with your triggers and not react to them. Um, Self-hypnosis is wonderful because it allows you to integrate new ways of believing and thinking over repetition and repeated practice. So there's lots of ways that you can start to work to change your way of thinking. One thing I want people to understand is about the brain. And the brain, uh, what we do know is that essentially we do not, our brain fully is fully formed, usually by the time we're 25. However, having said that, neural connections are always forming. So, you know, an example would be I've, I've never really played the piano in the course of my life, and it's been the last four years I've been teaching myself to play the piano. So the amazing thing is I actually understanding the brain and understanding how it operates is that if I practice a little bit every day, I'm building new neural connections. And the more I practice these new neural connections, the stronger those neural connections are going to be. So repetition is king. And repetition is what allows you to really master a skill, whether you're learning a sport or you're learning... Uh, to study. Maybe you never really actually learn study skills. With a growth mindset, you will be able to adopt that. And one thing I will say also that if you have a fixed mindset, usually asking for help is very hard because it means you're exposing yourself to something. If you may be more inclined to feel shame. So that's a, an indicator. When you shift into a growth mindset, Uh, asking people for help or assistance isn't going to be an issue because it doesn't have any reflection on your worth and you recognize that. So these are some of the things that you're going to need to do on a regular basis. But I will tell you that if you really want to develop a growth mindset, you're looking at that as an orientation. And what I mean is the way you look at everything in life. 
You have an argument with your partner. How can I communicate better? You have a conflict um, at work. What can I do to get my message through? What do I need to learn from this? If you have repetitive failures, you will start to look at those and say, "Mm, I seem to keep doing the same thing, so now I'm going to change the way that I do it. So a final point I want to make in changing your mindset is that to surround yourself with people with a growth mindset. If you have a lot of people around you that have a fixed mindset and you are trying to get some support in shifting your mindset, probably you won't have a lot of success turning to people with a fixed mindset. You really need to seek out people that have a growth mindset. They are going to allow you and support you to start tweaking your way of thinking so that you can keep moving forward without getting stuck. So this is a lifelong journey, and I think to start it, give yourself practicing time, about 15 minutes a day, I'd say at the very least, 10 to 15, and give yourself daily doses where you're working on challenging previous ways of thinking. That might be just to recognize it, recognize old patterns, and reinforce new ones. You can reinforce them by writing new ways of thinking down, strategizing, looking at scenarios that you're encountering and writing down and figuring out what's way I can shift this from a fixed mindset to a a growth mindset. This is your journey. It's your task to do the work to get this change to happen. And it might take a year and it might take a couple years, but every inch that you're moving along in those years is going to start to make a shift. So even though it might take three years or two years to change a mindset, let's say if we're going to be realistic about something that you've acquired over the course of your lifetime, that as you're going through the process, you're going to start to notice improvements and make this a lifelong process. Because if you're going to be a lifelong learner, then it's well worth those few minutes a day to get yourself on that track and change your life exponentially. So on that note, I'm going to wrap up and I want to wish you all the best and good luck in your efforts to change your mindset and work towards growth. All the best to you. Until next time.